Oh, what does this button do? Okay, and now we're recording. 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 We're doing I really it. look red right now. Why do I look so red? Oh, you do. Girl, do I make you blush? Girl, something. <laughs> Oh well. Oh well. Maybe it's this uh, strawberry juice that I'm drinking. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's what it is. It's making you. This is my red. new favorite drink. What is that? No one can see it because I'm drinking through half the bottle. Okay. Right. It is Sarah's homegrown agua fresca, strawberry flavored. Okay, Sarah. And it's delicious. Like they have three different flavors. They have watermelon, mango, and this strawberry, and they're all good. This is just my favorite one. Nice. We love agua fresca. That reminds me of like the agua fresca that Blaze Pizza has. I love how you're talking about Blaze so much lately. No, but I just remembered. I know. I, know. I just remembered, but I'm also really excited to go <laughs> when we go to Disney. Same. I'm excited. So um, hi, everyone. Hello. It is episode 25 of stuck inside and hungry all the time and you can't tell kind of well my shirt kind of looks like a grayish green but yeah but we're wearing green because this is the saint patrick's day episode so i got this little if you're not watching on youtube i got this i want to say it's not camel green it's 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 of the green variety it's of the green variety shirt and then i got my mike wazowski green mickey ears because saint patrick's day and because is coming up and our disney trip is coming up and mckenzie's wearing a dark green shirt it kind of looks black oh she got a cap never mind thank you shout out to philip for having this what the hell hold on now mckenzie's got a green nike cap Hell yeah. <laughs> this is, I should never wear hats. Not going to lie. You kind of look like a soccer mom or like a baseball You're doing mom. great, Cody. You're Just doing great. It. Score. <laughs> that was a nice kick, sweetie. Defense. <laughs> We're just going to wear it like. Wear it like back in the day when everybody wore it sideways. Girl, can you imagine? Yes. Uh, give it to me early 2000s John Cena. No, we're just, I think this is the best look from, and here's the thing. Philip's head is huge, so this is. Yeah, she fits. I can tell. It's if hanging it fits, it sits. So I'm wearing. Nice. My shirt is a very, very dark green. Very and then we'll have his head. Yeah, because this is St. Patrick's Day episode. St. Patrick's Day is coming up soon on Wednesday, March the 17th. So we figured we'd do an episode for it because one, we don't really know much about St. Patrick's Day. We just know that Americans use it to drink. And why do Americans celebrate it? I don't understand that. So we're going to figure it out together, guys. And for a holiday. Yeah. And alcohol. Correct. Like Cinco de Mayo. I mean, like they said, blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. <laughs> Correct. Blame it on the uh, 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 uh. alcohol. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to just learn about St. Patrick's Day. 
So of course I got goodoldhistory.com pulled up and I figured instead of just going through the whole thing, I like their three, there's like in their table of contents, they have seven sections and I like three of the sections. Who was St. Patrick's Day? When was St. Patrick's Day first celebrated? And then- Who was? So you mean who was St. Patrick? Oh yeah, who was St. Patrick's? Bitch, you know what I mean. Who was St. Patrick? Mackenzie. Who was he? <laughs> when was the first St. Patrick's Day celebrated? And then what do leprechauns have to do with St. Patrick's Day? We don't know. Let's find out. Okay. So as we all know, St. Patrick's Day is celebrated annually on March the 17th, the anniversary of St. Patrick's death in the 5th century. The Irish have observed this day as a religious holiday for over thousands of years or a thousand years, whatever. On St. Patrick's Day, which falls during the Christian season of Lent, Irish families would traditionally attend church in the morning and celebrate in the afternoon. Lenten prohibitions against the consumption of meat were waived and people would dance, drink, and feast on the traditional meal of Irish bacon. Irish bacon. What's Irish bacon? Irish bacon and cabbage. What is Irish bacon like? Is it like Canadian bacon where it's just ham? Because that's rude. It's kind of, okay, this picture that I found, it's made from the back of the pig as opposed to the pork belly. Mm, okay. It, like if you Google it, it's sliced thinly, kind of like how prosciutto is sliced thinly. Ah, okay. Got it, I got mean, it. They don't, I mean, they look similar, Mm-hmm. Kinda, not really, so but it's like Irish prosciutto, but bacon, but fried, but, but make it bacon. <laughs> yeah, Irish. Irish prosciutto, but make it bacon. <laughs> All right, so let's find out who was Saint Patrick. All right, so it says here Saint Patrick lived during the fifth century, is the patron saint of Ireland and its national apostle. Born in Roman Britain, he was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave at the age of 16. He later escaped but returned to Ireland and was credited to bringing Christianity to its people. In the centuries following Patrick's death, believed to have been on March 17th for the year 461. Damn. Damn, we are three digits. (laughs) The mythology surrounding his life became ever more ingrained in the Irish culture. Perhaps the most well-known legend of St. Patrick is that he explained the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, using the three leaves of a native Irish clover, the shamrock. All right, Patricio. What? <laughs> I have, haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Damn, never mind. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, <laughs> when was St. Patrick's first celebrated? Un- <laughs> people who don't understand that, I dated someone named Patrick. And we used to call him Patricia. Yeah. Which like how I call Philip Felipe. 
Exactly. Everybody gets a Latin name. Exactly. All right. So <laughs> when. <laughs> okay. I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> anyway, when was St. Patrick's Day first celebrated? Okay. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, it wasn't celebrated in Ireland. Okay, so since around the 9th or 10th century, people in Ireland have been observing the Roman Catholic feast day of St. Patrick on March 17th. The first St. Patrick's Day parade took place not in Ireland, but in America. Records show that a St. Patrick's Day parade was held on March 17th, 1601 in a Spanish colony in what is now St. Augustine, Florida. The oldest city in the U.S. That's over a thousand years later. Yeah. Parade. Like. Yeah, because they didn't have parades back in St. Patrick's time. Back on, what? Back on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, Patrick's back on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's time, they didn't have it. They yeah. were like, what is a parade? Parade? A parade, you mean? Leave it to a Spanish colony of St. Augustine to create a parade. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but I <laughs> leave it to leave it to the Spanish to create a party. You know what I mean? I honestly also, this is a complete side side quest. Go what, side like, quest. <laughs> what like the original Floridians, like the settlers would think of Florida today. <laughs> You know what's, you know, what cracks me up? Sometimes I wonder what like Ponce de Leon would think <laughs> or like anybody else who would come and be like, this is, this is what, <laughs> this is my colony. <laughs> I know. The queen would be pissed. I know. I just think it's funny. I would think it's funny to just bring him back, bring him forward. I know. Like go back to bring him forward. Like in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. You gotta get that, that phone booth and go back, 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 back in time. again. Or hot tub time machine. That's true. I prefer Bill and Ted. Thank you very much. Shout out <laughs> Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. They're making another one and I'm very excited about it. Anyway, back to St. Anyway, Tom. okay. So the parade and a St. Patrick's Day celebration a year earlier were organized by the Spanish colony's Irish vicar, Ricardo Artur. Okay, Ricardo. Spanish colonies, Irish vicar. So he was Irish, but his name was Ricardo. His name was probably Richard, but they're like, how I do? They're like, no, you're Ricardo. (laughs) So instead of like, his name was probably like Richard Arthur, but they're like, no, Ricardo Artur. Instead of Arturo, they're like, Artur. All right. More than a century later, homesick Irish soldiers serving in the English military marched in New York City on March 17th, 1772 to honor the Irish patron saint. Enthusiasm for St. Patrick's Day parades in New York City, Boston and other early American cities only grew from there. Okay, so that's why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Got it. Because I never understood. I was like, I don't understand how like that became a thing we also do. Because like, the first parade originated in America. On a Spanish colony. Embrace other cultures. Love it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I figured it might have to do with all the Irish um, immigrants that would that came. Or yeah. I was like, maybe it was from the Irish immigrants that came. But no, we're talking like that was 
we're talking pre-U.S. independence time yeah. that they did the uh, they did the thingy. Because even this is the one in seventeen seventy two is pre-American independence. That was yeah. like that was like during the time when they were fighting for independence. Yeah, correct. That was. We know we're fighting for independence and all, but wouldn't it be really sick if we had a St. Patrick's Day parade? Yeah, but the Irish were fighting for the British, so they're like, we know we're like killing you Americans, but y'all want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> like, but shouldn't that be cool? I think it'd be great. Wouldn't it be fun? That's like during World War II when there, I forgot in what country, but in one of the battlefields during World War II, there was a German side and the British side, mm-hmm. and then they stopped fighting for Christmas. They stopped fighting for Christmas, celebrated Christmas together, sang, danced, played soccer together. Next day, started fighting again, but they stopped for Christmas. It's just for my homeland. And also that goal you scored on me the other day. Yeah. They're like, Merry Christmas. I hate your present. Like something like that. <laughs> I didn't want a damn toaster. God, I already have socks. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know. All right. So let's see the growth, the growth of this day. Okay, so over the next 35 years, Irish patriotism among American immigrants flourished, prompting the rise of so-called Irish aid societies like the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick and the Hibernian Society. Each group would hold annual parades featuring bagpipes. Love a good bagpipe. Which Which actually... What? So they bring in bagpipes in the St. Patrick's Day, which is... but I'm pretty sure the Irish do bagpipes too. I just more Not just like the Scottish thing. I don't know. What do I know? I'm Latina. Do they? Oh yes, there's a difference. There's a difference between Irish bagpipes and Scottish bagpipes. Another little quick little side quest. Okay, what is the difference? Is one bigger hey. than the other? It says Irish people do have bagpipes. We often think bagpipes that are uh, that are blown into, which is like the normal Scottish bagpipe. Right. But Irish bagpipes are not blown into. They play a type of black a black bagpipe bagpipe that is known as the. We love. Is it in Gaelic? (laughs) We love Gaelic. (laughs) Oh God. Where's Dr. Rasa when you need her to pronounce? Yeah, it? I know, right? <laughs> Stacy. <laughs> with all our well, well, with all our Gaelic studies, what is what do you think it is? It's it's, it's like five consonants next to each other, right? Because that's no, what Gaelic is. It's just consonants. Yulan. Yulan. U i l l e a n n. U i l l E-A-N-N. Yulan. Guess what we're going to do? Google Translate that shit. Because my American ass self wants to say Yulian. We love a Yulian. So it's U-I-L-L-E-A-N-N. Mm-hmm. That's what the Irish bagpipes are known as. How do I say this? <laughs> Correct. Hold on, hold on. Let's see if Google Translate can do it. Yulian. 
No, you see, she even said Yulian. That's rude as hell. Hold on. No, I'm going to do this. Hold on. I can do it. Yulin. Huh? Yulin. Yulin? Okay. We were close. Pipes. Yulin pipes. Yulin. Yulin. Yulin pipes. Yeah. Love that. Love love Gaelic words. Heavy emphasis on the um. Yulin. Yulin. Ted, I want you. Ted, I want you. <laughs> I know oh the my God. melody. I'm just, I, it's the yeah. word. So, Mackenzie and I, we have sang in Gaelic. We've sang in Scottish Gaelic. I'm pretty sure we sang in Irish Gaelic also when we mm-hmm. were in college for our choir because our yeah. choir director is, um, oh, she's of Irish descent. Um, she's like of Irish and Native American descent, but she did her doctoral studies on Irish music. So, yes. and she's friends with an Irish composer. Um, so we did a lot of Irish songs. So, yeah, I mean, Gaelic is cool, but it also makes us mad at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, um, no. I can't remember what I was going to say. We Michael McGlynn. Oh, Michael yeah, Michael McGlynn. That's the Irish composer. Yes, that she is a friends with. Yes. And that she wrote her doctoral thesis on? Yeah, it was on him. Yeah. Yeah, and we almost were going to go to Ireland, but we didn't get to. That would have been cool. That really would have been cool. Okay. Shout out to Mikey McGee. Mikey McGee, that's right. I remember that. He does not know that we have. Yeah, he doesn't know that we call him that, but we call him that lovingly. Yeah. He doesn't know who we are. We've never met him. But every time we got a song from him or she mentioned him, we were like, Mikey McGee. It's fine. He has his own choir called Anuna, and they're really good. You guys should check them out. Um, Anyway, back to St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so now we know Scots and the Irish both have bagpipes different bagpipes but bagpipes okay cool so then in 1848 several new york irish aid societies decided to unite their parades to form one official new york city saint patrick's day parade today that parade is the world's oldest civilian parade and the largest in the United States with over 150,000 participants. Each year, nearly 3 million people line the 1.5 mile parade route to watch the procession, which takes more than five hours. Boston, Chicago, Philadelphia, and Savannah also celebrate with parades involving between 10,000 to 20,000 participants each. In 2020, the New York City Parade was one of the first major city events to be canceled as a result of the pandemic. Damn. I want to go to Irish Parade. I mean, Irish Parade. St. Patrick's Day Parade now. I know. Just to see what it looks like. That looks like fun. Or it sounds like fun, at least. I know, like, I'm pretty, I know they're big because there's Irish descendants in New York, Chicago, Boston. I'm pretty much up north. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Savannah they would um, do that. Yeah, that one is uh, startling. Yeah, but not know, startling, but just the most intriguing. Interesting, yeah. 
you know what good for the irish because back in the day when they were migrating over here they were like not treated well no at all like that was hard segregation between the non-irish and the irish like they couldn't they couldn't um apply for jobs i remember seeing pictures from like back in the day where it would be like help wanted irish need not apply and i'm like damn you really just like no irish and then that reminds me of the movie gangs of new york with leonardo dicaprio and daniel day lewis which is a really good movie and they were all fighting because they were like fuck the irish i just don't well, never mind that's another tangent yeah correct we're just we, gonna not yeah anyway we know uh, where we stand on that. Yeah, we know where we stand on discrimination. <laughs> uh, what else can we talk? Oh, let's do what do leprechauns have to do with St. Patrick's Day? There's also the Trust Chicago River that they dye green. <gasps> they do dye the Chicago River green. Yep. Which is crazy. Let's read about that. Okay. So it says, as Irish immigrants spread out over the U.S., other cities develop their own traditions. One of these is Chicago's annual dyeing of the Chicago River green. The practice started in 1962 when city pollution control workers used dyes to trace illegal sewage discharges and realized that the green dye might provide a unique way to celebrate the holiday. That year, they released 100 pounds of green vegetable dye, as long as it's green and vegetable dye. No pollution green vegetable dye into the river enough to keep it green for a week. It looks like the Nickelodeon slime. I wonder if you jump into the river, would you come out green? I'm sure people There's have only one way to find out. There's only one way to find out. We're going to jump in the river. But I doubt that's like a river to like, that's not a river to swim in. Because it's like considering that they're trying to find illegal dumpage of sewage, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like jump. Yeah, that's like jumping into the Venice canals, and they're like, "Don't Mm. do that! (laughs) Don't do that!" Yeah, we'll dip one foot in just to the ankle, and that's it. Correct. And then we immediately chop off our foot and call it a day. Correct. Also, as well. So it says today, in order to minimize environmental damage, only 40 pounds of dye are used and the river turns green for only several hours. That That's that fine. seems fine. Several <laughs> hours fine. is Several hours is yeah. fine. So it says, although Chicago historians claim their city's idea for a river of green was original, some natives of Savannah, Georgia, who St. Patrick's Day Parade, the oldest in the nation, dates back to 1813, believe the idea originated in their town. They point out that in 1961, a hotel restaurant manager named Tom Woolley convinced city officials to dye Savannah's River green. The experiment didn't exactly work as planned, and the water only took on a slight greenish hue. Savannah never attempted to dye its river again, but Woolley maintains, though others refute the claim, that he personally suggested the idea to Chicago's mayor, Richard J. Daly. But who will will never know? know? Not us. Who's who was the first one to dye the river green? Nobody knows. Who was the first person to invent hot dogs? Supposedly some guy in Texas, but you know, we don't know. The world may never know. All right, so let's get to it then. What do leprechauns have to do with St. Patrick's Day? 
Did you believe in leprechauns growing up as a kid? I did too. And I oh, every time I saw a rainbow, I was like, we got to get over there. Same. I was like, we got to go. Every time we got to get over there. But then I found out now as an adult that rainbows are a circle. We just, since we're in the halfway, we just see the, one of the arcs. I'm like, wow. But also we got to get to the end of the rainbow. Exactly. We need those lucky charms, cool. but gold, gold charms. That's what we need. All right. So yeah. what do leprechauns have to do with this? One icon of the Irish holiday is the leprechaun. Also speaking of leprechauns, I now as an adult, I go back and forth. I'm like, they're kind of cool, but they also kind of scare me because of the movie leprechaun. Cause I'm like, I, I feel like they could do that. Every time St. Patrick's day rolls around. I immediately think of that Disney Channel movie, The Luck of the Irish. <gasps> yes, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. The Luck of the Irish. Yeah. And I remember vaguely they were at a potato chip factory. Were they? Yeah. Was it a potato chip factory or French fry? I don't I know. Don't remember. I don't remember. I just, I remember, it, I remember it was a factory, but I don't remember if it was a potato chip factory, but I mean, it would make sense. Cause like potatoes, Irish, potato you know, salmon. Yeah. Potatoes are good. If we ever ran out of potatoes, I would be, I would also go crazy. Anyway. Anyway. Shout out right. to the Irish. I got the Irish. Okay. So the original Irish name for these figures of folklore is... <laughs> okay google okay google let's figure this out let's do this l-o-b-a-i-r-c-i-n yeah scott's gaelic sure why not Oh, speech output isn't available for Scott's Gaelic. Even Google Translate's like, girl, I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I wonder if I Google it and can get Well, if we say it leprechaun, then I'm assuming that we get that word based off of this word. So maybe it's the same. How to pronounce. There we go. Maybe it's like Loberkin. Is that I don't your know. final guess before I click play? Yeah, Loberkin. Loberson. Oh, Loberson. All right, fine. Sure. I mean, hopefully that's correct. Yeah. Loberson. Because we need an Irish person. We need someone who speaks Gaelic. Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. All right. So figures of folk. We're gonna say we're just gonna. If that's what it Loberson. says, we're gonna. Well, Loberson. Okay. That sounds like a medicine. Magish. Lober, okay. Figures of folklore is Loberson, meaning small bodied fellow. I too am a small bodied fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Believe in leprechauns probably stems. And that's, I'll be here until next week before I go to Disney. Um, belief in leprechauns probably stems from Celtic belief in fairies. Fairies are real. I don't care what anybody says fairies are real i've seen them tiny men and women who could use their magical powers to serve good or evil in celtic folk tales leprechauns were cranky souls responsible for the mending for mending the shoes of other fairies though 
you know that's what i thought i thought like in folklore leprechauns are like not the nicest um burp. not the nicest creatures centuries i wouldn't be nice either yeah here's the thing if you have trolls right not trolls gnomes uh-huh then why wouldn't leprechauns and fairies be real exactly that's what i'm saying like you have You're damn gnomes, right like why wouldn't the other two uh, all the other mythical creatures be real exactly <sighs> my point exactly okay that's why i want to see a mermaid i know same um, though only minor figures in Celtic folklore, leprechauns were known for their trickery, which they often used to protect their much fabled treasure. Leprechauns have their own holiday on May 13th, <clears throat> but are also celebrated on St. Patrick's, with many dressing up as the uh, as the wily fairies. Wait, so does leprechaun fall under the blanket of fairies then? Like, are they fae people? I don't see why not nah. well because they just said it with many dressing up as the wily fairies so i guess they are considered fey people because i guess fey people are just magical beings yeah like you have fey people and then you have fairies yeah huh that would make sense because i feel like under the fey they would have like trolls gnomes Fairies, um, leprechauns. Fairies, leprechauns. There's another one that I can't think of right now. And Maggie Pixies. Pixies. There's Maggie just locked herself in the bedroom upstairs. So. Oh, she's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that was uh, our St. Patrick's Day stuff. Damn it. Only 30 minutes into the podcast. We did good. I found this 13 lucky facts about St. Patrick's Ooh, Day. Ooh, hit me. Okay. Apparently, we should really be wearing blue on St. Patrick's Day. Done. I don't like green anyway. Same. Well, I like the specific shade of green, not this green. I like dark green or like camo green. Like this kind of green, I like because it's not obvious green. I like an olive green too, but like- Olive green, Yeah. Okay, so St. Patrick himself would have to deal with pinching on his feast day. So we've come to associate Kelly Green with Irish and the holiday, the 5th century saint's official colors was St. Patrick blue. A light shade of sky blue. But then the why color- do we do green? I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The color green only know. became associated with the big day after it was linked to the Irish independence movement in the late 18th century. Ah, okay. Got it. So, and then we also have the St. Patrick was not Irish. No, he wasn't. Uh, which they covered in the beginning of the Yeah, he was from Roman Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Patrick's Day used to be a dry holiday. No alcohol. Yeah, that's what that means. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it says, as you might expect, St. Patrick's Day is a huge deal in his own stopping grounds. It's a national holiday in both Ireland and Northern Ireland. But up until the 1970s, pubs were closed on that day. The one exception went to beer vendors at the big national dog show, which was always held on St. Patrick's Day. Before that time, the Saints Feast Day was considered a more was considered a more solemn, strict religious occasion. Excuse not me? in the U.S. It's not. <laughs> 
now we're here. Yeah, now the country welcomes hordes of green-clad tourists, parades, drinks, and perhaps reciting a few limericks. Ooh, a limerick. Yeah. Um, for some St. Patrick's Day, St. Patrick's Day's parades, it is thought that it's the thought that counts. Not every city goes all out. Oh, okay. This makes sense now. Not every city goes all out in the celebratory efforts. From 1999 to 2007, the Irish village of Dripsy proudly touted that it's hosted the shortest St. Patrick's Day parade in the world. The route ran for 26 yards between two pubs. Today, damn. Today, Hot Springs, Arkansas, it's Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas claims the title for brevity, a mere 98 feet. That's their parade. All right. Parade. We already know the reason for the shamrock, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So I don't need to go. But then why is the four-leaf clover lucky? Who's the fourth guy? The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and the other guy. (laughs) Um. This says four leaf clovers were Celtic charms presumed to offer magical protection and ward off bad luck. Children in the Middle Ages believed that if they carried a four leaf clover, they would be able to see fairies. And the first literary reference to suggest their good fortunes was made in 1620 by Sir John Melton. Have you ever seen a four leaf clover in person? Yes. Me too. And I remember the day I saw it, I was little and I was like, oh. It's my, my lucky flower. day. Yeah. Um, I am lucky today. Let's see. Apparently, this one says cold weather helped St. Patrick's claim to fame. Um, hmm. In Irish lore, St. Patrick's Patrick gets credit for driving all the snakes out of Ireland. Modern scientists suggest that the job might not have been too hard. According to the fossil record, Ireland has never been home to any snakes. Though the Ice Age, the island was too cold to host any reptiles and surrounding seas have staved off serpentine invaders ever since. Modern scholars think the snakes St. Patrick drove away were likely metaphorical. Hmm. Maybe that was like one of his things that he had to do because don't saint like the road to sainthood you have to perform a bunch of miracles yes and then you become a saint maybe that was that it was the one and only snake in ireland and he was like all right time to get out smite thee um how did he become a saint this says there's no corn in that beef which (laughs) (laughs) sounds so funny there ain't no corn in that beef Corned beef and cabbage, which has become St. Travis Travis Day. Yes, St. Patrick's staple for Irish Americans. Doesn't have anything to do with the grain corn. Instead, it's a nod to the large grains of salt that were historically used to cure meats, which were also known as corns. Mm. Okay, so here's the thing about Because I was like, what did he do to become a saint? Mm -hmm. Found it. So St. Patrick was never canonized by a pope, which means a pope never went, he is a saint. Like, so, right. Okay. That's just us. 
that's just us. So it says here, with all the recent talks about popes, it's worth noting that St. Patrick never got canonized by one, making his saintly status somewhat questionable. <laughs> and then they say, let's just say he's a saint in the same way that Aretha Franklin is the queen of soul or Michael Jackson is the king of pop. <laughs> that's funny. So, but in all fairness, St. Patrick wasn't the only saint that didn't go through a proper canonization. In the church's first millennium, there wasn't a formal canonization process at all. So most saints from that period were given the title if they were either martyrs or seen as extraordinarily holy, which is probably why he became a saint, because he was extraordinarily holy and defeated a snake that Ireland doesn't, the only snake in Ireland. (laughs) This one says, apparently, Americans run up quite a bar tab on St. Patrick's Day, which I could have told you that. We know. That's why I'm pretty sure the Irish, like, laugh at us celebrating St. Patrick's Day because they're like, we don't even do that. And they're probably like, you think you run up a bar tab on St. Patrick's Day? They're like, I'll show you a bar tab. Yeah. We don't need a specific day to run a bar tab. Exactly. Good for them. This says in 2017, it was estimated that 13 million pints of Guinness would be consumed worldwide on St. Patrick's Day. And in 2020, it was estimated that in America, overall BOC, I can't speak. You and I both. Overall. (laughs) (laughs) Overall. It's okay. Well, I'll take a sip of water too, since we need help clearly. Overall, beer sales would be up 174%. In fact, it's the biggest day for bars in the country. And in general, in 2020, it was expected that Americans would spend over $6 billion celebrating the holiday. But guess what? We didn't. (laughs) I'm pretty sure like all all the beer brands and stuff like that, like wait for St. Patrick's Day. And they're like, this is our day, y'all. Especially like the, especially like the, the Irish beers or like the British beers. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is our time. Like how I'm pretty sure Corona, Modelo, Dos Equis are all waiting for Cinco de Mayo. I also think it was funny how there was supposedly going to be a Corona shortage. Oh yeah, that's true. You remember that? But then everybody stopped buying Corona because of the name. And Corona was like, no, (laughs) we're just a beer. I know. Silly, silly people. Um, No, Philip Hardy has his Guinness ready to go for next week. Ew, Guinness is gross. I mean, I don't drink alcohol. I don't like alcohol in general, especially even less beer. But Guinness is gross. Like, it's an extra gross. Because no, I'm not, has... I'm not a dark beer person. Well, I'm not an alcohol person, but if I were, I definitely do not like dark beer. No, hold on, one moment. He has this, and he was like, "Oh, it's so good! It's disgusting." He got this, the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Here's the thing: it smells good. But it tastes it is nothing. It tastes it tastes like Guinness with coffee. It looks like it tastes like Guinness with black coffee. 
but like burnt oh. coffee. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. I don't know, but it, he loves Guinness, so. Well, I mean, he's from Pennsylvania, and over there they celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. I don't This one also says there are no female leprechauns, apparently. It says, don't be fooled by any holiday decorations showing lady leprechauns. In traditional Irish folk tales, there's no female leprechauns. Only men who spend their days making and mending shoes. Then how do leprechauns come to be? Magic. I I guess, but like, who makes the leprechauns then? The Lord. There ain't no... There ain't no, when a mommy leprechaun and a daddy leprechaun really love it, no, because there is no mommy leprechaun. Maybe it is just magic. I literally Googled how are leprechauns born. (laughs) Good question. says all leprechauns are born, not gender specific. Love that. All right, that's why. Yeah, and then while they don't produce like other animals, they do rely on other leprechauns so their eggs can be fertilized. For a leprechaun to be able to lay eggs, it first needs to eat another leprechaun's eggs. They lay eggs? According to this myth. What? Easter. I didn't know they laid eggs. Well, I guess they're too small to have babies, so eggs is a better way to do it. Well, maybe they're not too small that like their babies would come out in proportional to their size. Yeah, but then they'd be like this small because leprechauns are like this big. So maybe they could take care of them. I don't know. I don't know, but now we know they lay eggs. According to the internet. According to the internet, they lay eggs. And that's all the... That's interesting. So in order to lay their own eggs, they have to eat another leprechaun's egg. Correct. Huh. Okay. So I will, at least now we know that leprechauns are non-binary. Love that for them. Love that. Love that for them. No wonder why there's no lady ones. Which never dawned on me. And actually, I don't think I've ever seen like a lady leprechaun in decorations. I only see male yeah looking masculine looking leprechauns y'all luck be a leprechaun tonight <laughs> that one was good <laughs> luck be luck be a leprechaun tonight tonight and that's all i have well all right I mean, what else can we find here? What else can we find about the holiday? Holiday. Every time I hear that song, I think of the wedding singer. Yeah. And he's singing it all sad. Like, holiday celebrate and then george is in the background like come on let's celebrate like super happy (laughs) i love it um yeah that's all i got for saint patrick's day i think that's it 
Hope you enjoy this super short but informative yeah. episode. Hope you enjoy the super short but informative episode. I always hated. I guess we can talk about a little bit our own little St. Patrick's Day celebrations because I never celebrated St. Patrick's Day. Obviously, only when I was like in school. Yeah, same. And that's when we would like. I think one year. I might have been in elementary school. We had like green everything. Like even the food we ate was green. Mm-hmm. Green eggs and ham. Our but drink that was, was green. For- that was for Dr. Seuss. But and then I hated in school when they're like, if you don't wear green, we're gonna pinch you. Like I've never owned green. These the two things I'm wearing right now are two of the, two out of the three green things that I own. And even then, I rarely wear them. But I used to hate that all the time. Be like, oh my God, Valeria, you're not wearing green. The good thing is that I have a rusting bitch face and I'm intimidating. So people be like, all right, I won't touch you. I'm like, yeah, you fucking better not. not. Oh no, she better don't. But yeah, it's the only time I ever celebrated St. Patrick's Day. And then now that I'm a big boy, I'm a big I don't boy. celebrate it at all. Um, Philip just makes poor beef and cabbage and that's literally all we do. And he drinks a Guinness. And that's the extent of our St. Patrick's Day. Nice. A coffee Guinness. Mm-hmm. It tastes like... Yeah. What does corned beef and cabbage taste like? I think it tastes good. But that's just me. I've never had it before. I've never had corned beef. Cabbage doesn't really taste like anything. Is it just like hot cabbage? Yeah. Huh. Like a limp noodle. Ew. Well, I mean, all right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. And this has been <laughs> the St. Patrick's Day episode. Not cabbage. Stuck inside and hungry. I mean, I like cabbage and other things, but I've never tried like cabbage, like corned beef and cabbage. I think it's pretty good. That's just me. Well, I got to try it sometime, I guess, for a St. Patrick's Day moment. All you do is cook it in the crock pot all day. Crock pot. Crock pot. Do you cook it like, like, would you cook it like collard greens, like with other meats and seasonings and stuff like that? Or is it just plain ass hot cabbage? Well, you put, what I do is I put the corned beef in the bottom. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. I can't remember what order it's in. Philip always remembers. But in the crock pot, you put the corned beef the cabbage and potatoes and carrots like you stuff that baby full and then you fill it up with water mm-hmm. and then in cabbage in cabbage in the corned beef packs like there's like this little seasoning packet that they give you mm-hmm. that you put in the water and then mm-hmm. you cook that baby all day oh, okay so it's like it's so it's seasoned because i'm here thinking like it's just plain ass bland cabbage it's seasoned very lightly like they don't it's a seasoning packet like in the thick right it's i think it's does it have pimentos in it i can't remember i can google it though googling holiday celebrate What a good movie. Why does it say cornbread? No. Cornbread. 
Corn beef. Corn beef. Okay, corn beef spice packet. Mm, give me the list of things. I don't want to go through <laughs> a give story. Me... I hate when you look up a recipe and the person putting the recipe puts their whole life story, how they, how they came to get that recipe, what it made them feel. And I'm like, just give me the ingredients and what I'm supposed to do, bitch. I don't care about how you found this in a hot summer morning on your porch, sipping green tea while you thought about your, your kids. Just give me the recipe, please. Thank you so much. Um, this person, like, I don't, I couldn't find what was actually in like the store-bought packets, like when you buy the piece of meat, there's like a, mm -hmm. it's literally like this big um, of a packet in there with like different types of herbs okay, and seeds. But this person puts coriander, peppercorns, mustard seeds, and eyes, bay leaves, and crushed red pepper in her thing. Okay. It gives it a nice like flavor. All right. Well, so one day I'd have to try it because I've never had corned beef. It's so. pretty good. I eat it with mustard, but Philip thinks it's disgusting to do that with it. <laughs> okay. All right. But Fine. It's delicious, and that's where I stand. I eat my corned beef and cabbage with mustard. Hell yeah. Mustard's Which good. It's a heavily debated thing, like whether people do that or not. Well, I there's do debates it, for everything. And that's me. If you don't want to eat it with mustard, that's uh, fine. Correct. And with that, this has been <laughs> the same oh, yes. Patrick's Day episode. Not that long, but it's fine. Now we know the history of St. Patrick's Day, who St. Patrick was, and leprechauns are non-binary. So hell yeah. All the things we live for. So if, I don't know, what could people tell us? If you guys celebrate St. Patrick's Day, if there's a specific St. Patrick's Day tradition that you guys have, do you eat your corned beef and cabbage with mustard or do you not? Mm -hmm. Let us know. Email us at stuckandhungry at gmail.com or comment on our YouTube video. Also, if you love our cover art, follow my cousin Max at MaxMundaka on Instagram. And... That's pretty much it. Do you have anything to say, Mackenzie? No? All right. I just love you and I'll never pinch you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And then just the usual, wash your hands, wash your ass, wear your mask, be nice to people, don't be an idiot, do good things. Um, and yeah, Mackenzie and I go to Disney. Um, accidentally. Accidentally. Yeah. We didn't even plan this, but the yeah. universe was like, these two ladies need to see each other in person mm -hmm. so we will so we shall see you guys in the next episode yeah. all righty love you guys bye, bye.